Electricast. Hey, it's Jobeth. It's Liz. Hey, it's Ariel. Are you guys ready? Ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, it's Air Quote Law Pod. And oh since we don't have a fucking theme song yet, we are going to... Uh, Get welcomed in here by our little friend under the sea. That was a surprise. We did not know that was going to happen. Yeah, I try to keep you guys on your toes there. So just a little fun playing around with the audio and how to get this stuff going because we are just trying to figure out what the hell we're even doing here. So happy new year to almost everybody, um, except for Betty White. Rest in peace. I... was there a was that was that like a a surprised reaction there like you haven't known about this it happened a week no ago, i knew about it it was tomorrow? just like it was so dark it went so dark so quick i like knew we were going to talk about betty white i knew i was going to try not to cry and then you were just like happy new year everyone but this wonderful legend of a woman she she was she was absolutely fantastic and it was terrible because i as as you guys know and and the listeners in that little island in the middle of Kansas know and our international listeners know I flew to Vegas uh, <laughs> last week ever met you knows you flew and uh, no that's actually not true uh, but anyway I am on this plane I get out I you know you turn on your phone and all this shit and the first thing that is there to greet me on my phone and the technology is the news of Betty White's passing which is horrible I like everyone is feeling all these feelings about it. And I, I get that there just has to me never been a celebrity death that I have felt like really anything about. I don't know if that makes me a monster, but like, I don't know. I just about RBG. I mean, you know, she, she did good work, but she was, she was not a young person. And so like, I appreciate her for what she did and I feel thankful that she was here in our lives. But, like, I didn't get personally sad. I mean, I worried about the country, but, like, but I wasn't, like, sad. It was more like, oh, my God, now what is going to happen? But thankful that she was here in our lives. But I wouldn't say sad was the emotion I felt. Well, haven't you won therapy then? Clearly not. Therapy. <laughs> yeah, clear. That's... That's all Ariel, because she's having the right, you both, I guess, are having the right reaction to this national treasure, like, passing away, and I'm like, no, we're not, she was 99 years old, like, there's about, like, a million more people who do not deserve, like, obviously, to die, and Joba and I are, like, crying over Betty White, I'm putting some feelings I, I wouldn't say that I shed tears, but it was it was definitely an unfortunate start to what was supposed to be a fun trip. And I, I know. also know that Jobeth likes Gilmore get not Gilmore girls. What is it? Golden, Golden girls. girls. Because yeah, Golden Girls. But hey, funny, funny thing. Gilmore girls. Um, so you know how the social media things they will warn you or they will say, Hey, you, you might like this or you might want to follow that or whatever. It's right. Not a warning. <laughs> it, what, whatever it is. Um, the other day, let, let me see if I can pull this up because it was ridiculous. Like it's, I got a notification. That's what it is. Right. Not a warning, but a notification. <laughs> yes. Um, all those times they do feel like warnings. 
Yeah, let me find it because it was ludicrous as far as I'm concerned here. It, it's, it was on Instagram and this was on my um, magician account. So if you're looking to follow me as a magician, the, uh, the screen name there is Psychic-ish. Anyway, it says to me, since you follow Banachek, you might like Gilmore Girls. These two things probably have so little to do with each other. Banachek is a, a, a well-known within the community and within magic circles, like one of the best mind reader mentalists that exists. And- Or like Gilmore. The Gilmore girls are not that. Like they're, I can't see any, it, like it blew my mind that, 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 uh, that suggestion that that notification was suggested to me i i just didn't understand it like if anybody out there can tell me what the, the connection that instagram may have found between banachek you know the world famous mind reader and the gilmore girls is then let me know lorelei was also largely a mind reader very true i mean i Maybe you're just connected to a lot of people who enjoy Gilmore Girls because. But it, it's specifically said because you follow or like or whatever it is. I, I just read it and then closed it. Banachek, you may be interested in Gilmore Girls. I wonder if maybe there is a crossover audience between him and Gilmore Girls and like the Venn diagram, the center of that Venn diagram is larger than we think. I don't know. That's it's very odd. I I'm like trying to rationalize this thing that maybe just has no rationalization. It's just weird. But I because you don't like Gilmore Girls, right? I've never seen a single episode. Oh, it's literally tattooed on my arm. It's wonderful. I have to admit, it's not aging that well. And some of the ending seasons are not great. And the revival was a disgrace. Yeah, a musical episode. Or like that thing with the musical that went on for like a half an hour or like 45 minutes of them just, oh my God, Joe, it was like the town had a play and they featured the whole play. So this is a thing that I have noticed in a lot of long running TV series is that they, somebody decides that they want to be fucking artsy in the middle of this. Let's do a musical episode. Like it just, it's like, why the fuck is this here? This doesn't belong here. Stop. Full stop. Right. I do really hate Stay that. Stay in your mother fucking lane. I just binged um, Emily in Paris. Um, no. No? You I'm didn't? not subscribing to it. I watched one episode. My I husband don't... and I binged the whole second season in one night. It's 10 episodes, so it was probably about five hours, but they have a lot of that, you know, music stuff in this season, and I did not enjoy that. But I think I just liked the Gilmore Girls revival because I was thirsty for more Gilmore Girls. Yeah, but it didn't end well, and they made us, like, the revival, like, people waited for so long. They put out four episodes, and they wasted, like, a half an hour of one episode on, like, a play that wasn't even, like... It was like if you went to your kid's school play and then inserted it into like a one hour television show. That's how unrelated it was. That was admittedly stupid. Like I say admittedly, like I'm responsible for it. I'm just like a huge fan. But yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it definitely left some things to be desired, but I was just so happy that we got it that I was kind of like, I don't care. I'll love everything you do. This is probably an abusive relationship. (laughs) 
because no matter how bad it treats me, I love it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Sounds about right. So in um, law news, we were going to talk um, uh, just, a, just a smidge about law, law news. Novak Djokov? Jo- no, we just talked about how to pronounce this. Go ahead. Try it again. Djokovic. There you go. Because uh, that uh, we were like prepping to talk about this segment and Jobeth was like, you're pronouncing it wrong. And I just fucked it up. Cool. Um, anyway, he was supposed to go to Australia. Well, he did go to Australia for um, a tennis tournament. And then they were like, you can't come in because you're not vaccinated. And it he did have a medical exemption but that even mean that's not real we all know okay well australia liberal agenda they didn't accept it good so and some it was apparently a very polarizing issue but the government was like no so that's sort of you know the i mean Clearly, Australia is being more strict than us. Um, so what what are your guys' thoughts about the laws here that we're having and that Australia situation and also what's going on in your local area about uh, COVID mandates? Because it's very localized at this point. Um, I agree with Australia, but I'm also biased because I love Australia. Australia also had a lot of issues with being able to get doses of the vaccine. So they're, I mean, they have a right if they have difficulty getting a vaccine to um, be like, no thanks, like you can't come in. Also, I like believe that you should not have to get vaccinated if you do not want to, but then you can't put other people at risk. So you can be unvaccinated in your house as much as you want, but I feel this way very much about like other things as well. I feel this about um, vaccination for like, I think more people should be vaccinated for the flu. People are like, oh, I never get sick from the flu. And I'm like, cool. But like me as a person with a weakened immune system, like I get sick from everything. So if you're just like having like a little cough or you're asymptomatic, you're still getting other people sick. It's just, yeah, I got strong feelings. On the other hand, I also just recovered from COVID and I'm not dead clearly um, yay but uh jobeth on the other hand went to a covid buffet the other day i did not eat the covid but i i do you have don't know. did you snack hmm? did you snack at oh. all at that buffet or did you just post pictures to make everyone jealous i i i picked up things from that i didn't really eat any of it because i don't eat that kind of stuff but i will certainly fill a plate with different um Oh my God, you're, now you're admitting to food waste. You were like, I collect Oh, 100% with that kind of stuff. <laughs> you're just like, okay. Wait, so you, Joe sent those pictures of these beautiful desserts. You didn't even eat them? I mean, like I might've tasted one or two, but for the most part, like, no. I only wanted a nibble of my COVID. Yeah. <laughs> just a smidge of COVID. Yeah. Look, I came back. I had at-home tests here, which again, probably aren't as reliable as the PCR test, but I did have to stick some shit up my nose. And then I mix it in some solution and it goes in this little tray thing or whatever. So, you know, it's something, but I tested, you know, the, the same day I got, it must've been the same day. I I mean, I got home at like 6am, 
we took a overnight flight that left at 10 30 p.m and slept on the way back um if you call it that and then um landed at about 6 a.m drove home um but these desserts were beautiful oh they were ridiculous we'll, we'll have to post the uh some pictures of them on the instagram and uh so aesthetic all sorts of different stuff like cake pops some weird little green green ball that was in a chocolate cage um in a chocolate cage you saw the little green thing yeah because you said uh, we were like what flavor you said pistachio and i said ew I mean, this shit was if you actually, uh, Jovith, will you send me some pictures and I'll uh, post on our Instagram? Yeah. Or I could just steal them from yours. No, I didn't put them on my Instagram, but I will. Uh, I'll send them to you again. They were sent to the group text. But oh, just kidding! I have them. Ignore yeah, me. you do. These were just private pictures that we're now going to post for the world to see. These yeah. were private dessert porn, just for us. Um, yeah. So anyway, circling back, the thing that I like about this Australia thing is that everyone involved on, I guess, the government side and the, I think the tennis side, they were like, we don't care that this is a famous person. We are treating him exactly like everyone else. So I think regardless of anyone's feelings about whether the mandates and the restrictions are, you know, good or not good. I really like that they said, look, we don't care who you are. These are the rules. And yes, exceptions can be made, but in certain situations and you don't meet it, no exception for you, which I kind of doubt that would happen here in the US. I will tell you that in certain settings, it does not happen. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers in the NFL. Uh, You guys probably don't watch too much football. So paid probably little to no attention to that but it it, there's a hierarchy within the nfl and i'll probably get myself in trouble for bitching and complaining about this but fuck them i don't care um decertify me and take that part of my life away i don't care um (laughs) the he he i think that the story is and i don't think too deep into the drama of this shit but he's like one of the better players that exists in, in, in the league and apparently tested positive midway through the season for COVID. And they were under the impression that he had been vaccinated. And then he went on some weird rant of, Oh no, I wasn't vaccinated. I, I felt that I had natural immunity or some horse shit like was that. This, it was a big to do. Woods husband. I don't know what that is. Oh. Um, <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Yes, yes, that's him. Yeah, he used to be like with the Danica Patrick person. Um, but uh, anyway, nothing really happened to him. Yet you've got lower level players in the spectrum who basically are not getting jobs and, and getting cut from teams unofficially because they haven't been vaccinated. And, you know, I, I've had players that, I've represented where they were like, they don't want to get vaccinated. And it's like, bro, I just want to let, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you that you are making a business decision. You need to understand that. I, I've got a player that was in, I'm not going to name names or teams, but if you research me, all this shit's public. So it's not like it's some sort of mystery. Um, 
that that uh, was on a team in the preseason, got cut at the final cutdowns, and we fielded calls from probably close to half of the teams in the league about this player. The second question that they asked, is he vaccinated? And there's still teams that are interested in him because he's got skills. I mean, he's not, you know, some hall of fame level player, but he's a good serviceable talent that teams still have interest in him. And I mean, we've gotten calls from teams that are like, Hey, we are interested in signing him for a deal to start next season. Um, them thinking, and we've had the conversation, look, full disclosure, this is where he stands in the vaccine. Um, well, we're thinking that the, the regulations are going to lighten up by next year. So they're still interested in him. But again, it's a business decision. We basically told him, look, if you don't get this vaccine, you are probably done doing this thing professionally. And it is what it is. But the higher level players can basically do what they want. It doesn't matter. And you know, there were other other than the media uh, backlash or whatnot, and all of that hullabaloo. Nothing happened to Aaron Rodgers not being vaccinated because he's he's too good. That's so frustrating because, like I was saying, you know, but it it happens, and I'm really not surprised that that was the case. So let's um, talk about one thing that we were talking about this week um, is old websites that do or do not exist. This was not a good segue at all. But, no, terrible. But you know what? We have a plan. We have a list and we're going off the list. So look, this pretty- item, this item's been on the list for a while. So, you know. Let, yeah, but I wasn't going to tell people that. I was going to pretend like it was just this week. So it didn't seem like. I don't know. I thought that was better. All right. We were talking about this like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Thanks. So, so yeah. How did we, how did we even get into that in the first place? Um. So we got a quote unquote review and it was just, or an email and it was just Jobeth fucking with us. And it was from some weird email site which honestly anything that isn't gmail is weird i think it was like a yeah oh, it was hotmail I, I, oh, set up, hot mail. I alleged allegedly I, I set up the account on hotmail gotta love the old hotmail for for professional it's it's on my resume too oh i don't know if you're lying it was like what is this hotmail address that sent us this very strange email that could clearly only be from Jobeth and big swing and 10 at hotmail.com wait i'm sorry can you repeat that because i don't think i heard it right big swing and 10 at hotmail.com big swinging yeah that's the one that's at the top of my resume not the one that emailed us it was like tits mcgee or something like that yes it was so, so I, I reserve big swing and 10 for my uh professional work professionally i um and so then we were i was like what is this hotmail and he's like oh well i couldn't get a a geocities website anymore um so that like do y'all remember that yeah no you don't remember it was this website maker and anyone could go on and make a website 
And clearly I'm aging myself here, but it was. This was late 90s, probably 97, 98, 99, somewhere in that range. Um, It was a lot of like fan pages. Like if you wanted to look at, I don't know, a fan page for like some anime or something, because I feel like that was probably a lot of them. Um, You could go and find a GeoCities webpage and it would just be like some person in their basement who put like picture after picture of like, here's Sailor Moon and here's another Sailor Moon picture. And don't you love this? And I mean, I kind of did. So. But it was it was unique the way the GeoCities had it set up because not like there wasn't something out there, if I remember correctly, like a GoDaddy that was a registrar where you could just be like, hey, give me my whatever dot com. So GeoCities had their site segmented out into like these different villages or something. So you'd select which village you belonged in. And then your website would be, you know, it'd be like geocities.com slash the island slash, you know, big swing in 10 or whatever your professional website name was. And (laughs) you would visit these different villages to see other people's websites. And, you know, this was before the internet became the fucking plague that it is today. Um, As all of you listen to us over said plague. Um, (laughs) We might be the plague. We are definitely contributing to it. There is no doubt about that. But um, you need you need some of that in your life sometimes. For sure. And so then I sent a picture in our group text when we were talking about this GeoCities thing of dolls, D-O-L-L-Z. And I Joe would say he didn't remember them. Ariel, do you know what I'm talking about? You could go on this website and they were these pixelated characters of mostly women teenagers you know when you were like a kid like you always wanted to be like a teenager who was you know dressed up and doing things and I think they had some boy ones too but basically you could pick their hair what they wore so like their shirt and their pants and their shoes and no, they... I was on sims like that's what I did on sims no because these weren't you didn't do anything with them all you did was create them and create pages of these little drawings of these dolls and they were just little cartoons of like ladies and teenagers being like I want flare jeans like this doll and you would just have pages and pages of them and you'd like print them out and be like look at all these dolls I made and they didn't do anything you would just print them out it was very pointless and I think you could put them on your GeoCities page wow I don't remember those but But Sims was clearly more exciting yeah i mean that was that was self-included like that was a standalone video game right well it's still a video game but i'm saying it didn't it it was not web-based you didn't interact with other people correct in sims it was all npcs correct yeah i think so I want to say maybe three or four years ago, one night I was home for some reason on a Friday night, like by myself, my husband was off doing something. And I got a little bit tipsy and was like, I'm going to download the Sims. And I mean, the new version, I think I paid 50 bucks for it. And I played it for like that weekend and it was super fun and then didn't play it anymore. 
But Ariel, what did you make your Sims do? Did you do the things where you would like drown them or? No, no. Because you won therapy. So you didn't need to do things like that. Oh my God. No, I was like a shit show as a child. Like I was not, um, I did not have it together as a child, you know, opposed to all those kids who like do their own taxes and shit. Um, Did you like, did you cheat at the Sims? Cause I always cheated at the Sims. Um, no, I think I just like made them like date and I was really interested in like their interior design, which is funny because I'm like, not, I mean, I'm not like an interior designer. I like making my house look nice, but like, other than that, like I don't have like a super interest. That's why I would always cheat. So you could buy like the good stuff to design your house because there was a cheat code you could put in to get a bunch of money. And get a job. That does sound like something I would do. Yeah. My my Sims always had jobs. They get jobs eventually. And then we're trying to get laid. That was it. Yeah. All right. I'm with Ariel. I like designing the house. Like you could probably make that just a game. Actually, my sister-in-law that I always talk about, she's the only one that listens. She got addicted to this like game on your phone, which was like design home. And basically you got to like pick different pieces of furniture. And I think it was an advertisement because they're furniture that really exists. And then people would vote on whose home they liked best. And she spent actual money on this game. This is on the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know people who play a game that's very similar to that. And you don't have to spend the money on it, but you can because you get Because nicer. you really can't not spend the money on these games. I played it, but I didn't spend money on it. It's a free app. And I've never spent money on a phone game, like, for in-game. Ah! It's such so. a it's it's such a weird concept. Like I saw a meme about this. I don't know how long ago, but like you know, you'll you just admitted to spending fifty bucks to go download The Sims, but oh, this will improve this game, and it's ninety nine cents. Fuck that, you know. Like it, there's just some weird mentality that exists, uh, you know, amongst myself and most you, obviously, and most so people that I know. It's so that, interesting. That like I'll go out and spend 50, 60 bucks on a new game for a console, but 99 cents, two dollars, whatever the fuck it is for my phone. No, no, no. Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> Plenty of people do. Plenty of people do. But yeah, it's like that's a that's a hard no. That's so interesting. I guess I've never really thought about that, but that is absolutely true. I hope I don't warp your mind and cost you a lot of money now that you rationalize that. I don't really play games on my phone because I feel like I have a switch and I hardly play that, Yeah. but wish I played it more. And so I'd rather play a game on that. And if I'm out and about, usually I'm just like reading Buzzfeed if I have time to kill or I read a book on my Kindle app. So I'm super fun. Oh yeah. I mean, I read so much. Oh, so you want to hear something like so stupid and you guys are like, no. But anyway, always. So I Liz, you follow me on Instagram and I try to do this throughout the year, but I always end up doing it at the end of the year where I will post on Instagram in my story, all of the books that I've read for a year. Um, I usually read somewhere between like 40 and 60 books. So it's kind of a dick move when I do it at the end of the year and just like upload 60 books, which I did this year. Anyway, so one of the books I read was about, um, 
that crime ring in the Baltimore Police Department. This was like 10 years ago. Most of the people are in jail. There's no real controversy that this happened. I don't think that if you went up to a Baltimore Police Department and you were like, yeah, that guy's like in jail, that they would be like offended or anything. Anyway, so I have a friend on Instagram who then sent me a message about how like a police officer in Baltimore, like he had just gone to a funeral for a police officer in Baltimore. And it's like so effed up the way that like I would post this and like. But you posted it without commentary, right? It was just. I literally like I just post a picture of the book covers and a number for like what number of the book that I read this year. It's called I've Got a Monster, which is funny because the the, the quote unquote bad guys, the um, police who were in on this criminal enterprise were the ones who were actually saying about their victims, I've got a monster. So like the whole thing was just kind of like, ridiculous this person was probably drunk and they were just like I can't believe you're like you know like saying bad things about the police department and I he's like I don't know what you would say if like I died in the line of duty is this person an officer yeah not in Baltimore though but I was like okay this is just like a book this isn't even controversial like within the Baltimore police department anymore like yeah this was a big thing at the time but like these were officers who were like prosecuted and charged and like they're in jail this isn't like a controversy and so I was like uh I don't really know what you're talking about like if you died I probably wouldn't post a book list because that would be fucking weird and I left it at that but I was like I can't believe I'm getting yelled at on New Year's Eve by a person who's like upset that I like read things about Baltimore Police Department I read a lot of other books that were like true crime stuff too but um yeah it's like that's so weird because you didn't say anything and I like people are looking for a fight on the internet yeah, but I was like, this is a person who I used to be like really good friends with. And I essentially was just like, you illiterate fuck. Like, I never got a response. I hope I never get a response. Which leads to the fact that I've decided to, like every other basic white bitch, I am like purging the toxic people from my life in 2022. And I've already gone off to a good start. Already like told a couple people to fuck off but like in a nice I've won therapy way. So uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm feeling good. And uh, anybody else do some basic white shit lately? I mean, other than just who I am as a person. You saw my dessert buffet. Yeah, I did. And I, I and, love those food pictures. And, and by the time this airs, the, the, the three people who listen to us, or let me, let me pull some stats here about our international podcast, they will see them too. Um, how many followers do we currently have on the Instagram? This will be a great archive in like case this thing ever three. takes off. Um, I think like three are the three of them are different versions of my accounts. Oh, stalker. So, yeah. I love food pictures. I love when people post food pictures. I love 12 followers. Oh, nice. Including my 
wife, lady, me, and my dog. So we apparently have six followers to this <laughs> podcast as far as the the podcast software is concerned. That's awesome. That's like five more than I was expecting. No, I don't know. Liz and I, are we both subscribed? Liz doesn't have an iPhone, so hers is- No, I didn't. I didn't end up subscribing because I didn't want to alter our numbers. Like I just search for it every time. Oh, we, I'm we, subscribed got, on Apple podcast. We've got a nice listenership in the, uh, you know, the DMV region, which is to be expected. We've got a listener. It looks like over in Ohio, um, me wrenching my geography brain leads me to believe that that is close to Cincinnati. It's down in that corner um it's very i have friends who just visited there but i don't think they listen to this podcast so um did they it was it right outside of cincinnati i'm trying to think of i don't know i keep zooming in to see where this is um ability but i don't think they listen but maybe that's who it is uh but probably not whoever our friend in kansas is uh west of wichita in that little in that pond or 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 whatever it is um shout out to you because there are like the dots when there are more listens from an area get darker and it it, we're getting more than one listening listen from you friend so feel free air quote law pod at gmail.com that's gmail not to be confused with hotmail air air quote law pod at gmail.com uh we would love to hear from you thank you for listening whether you write to us or not you can also hit us up on all the social medias the uh the pin or the the hot spot in um some of our international locations like dublin and brussels belgium also staying pretty red so that means we're getting multiple listens from there or multiple downloads from there so Thank you guys for keeping us a uh, international podcast. We appreciate it. Um, this makes me so happy. Thank you, our uh, several listeners that aren't people we know. Yeah, but but always feel free to uh, reach out. We'd love to uh, have questions or comments from you. If you reach out and do not want us to read them on on the podcast just make sure you know that we will absolutely respect your wishes so um if you just want to stay there chat with us um in one episode we also said that people could just leave this on for their pets yeah so if that's what you're doing and you're not actually listening to us you're not going to hear this but send us a picture of your pet that you're leaving this on for yeah that'd be cool if any chihuahuas could write in Please, we'd love to hear from you. I welcome any dog as a guest to the podcast in the future at any time. Uh, you're, you might hear mine in the background if I am talking and not muted, um, but they're not going to be very good guests because, like I said, I don't think they're the smartest in the world. But Ariel's dog is uh, pretty smart. He has his own Instagram, and I know he runs that himself without any help from his humans. I would love to, like, go along with this, but at the same time, every picture is of him sleeping. <laughs> like He's got one of those cameras set up. He's giving us essentially, like, a dog fuck you all the time, so...
I like to think little Manny's out there running his Instagram for his fans. Oh my God, this is so cool. So um, we eat a lot of Beyond Meat because we don't usually eat meat in our house. Um, so we posted like probably- <laughs> Sorry, I was a little slow on that one, but I needed to get a little sadness in there. Actually, like Beyond Meat burgers taste almost identical to real meat, so I don't have a huge issue with it. But um, anyway, the dog eats Beyond Meat. We had like tagged Beyond Meat, um, and Beyond Meat Europe just actually sent us a um, or like commented on one of his pictures. So we felt pretty good about that. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, that's like a solo that we're like excited about that. They didn't even like promote him or anything like that. They were just like, glad you like our meat. There's no, oh my God, they didn't say that because I, yeah. like, I would have like lost my fucking mind if they said that. Oh, hey. Yeah. They actually wrote it. They said, they so called me Big like- Swing in 10, huh? Yeah, <laughs> glad you like yeah, my I'm meat. Like- um, look, to oh, be re- it says someone is hungry exclamation point with a dog emoji so oh man take so, that for you will. somebody needs to take over their social media because they could have they could have leaned into that so much better and had fun with that um like, did you see that pbr went unhinged um on their twitter i, I saw this I, on tiktok so it's probably true but they did a lot of tweets about like eating ass and then pbr to put out yeah. a statement like that this was just a rogue person at their office, I guess. Like, um, oh my God, I wish I could remember what it was. It was something where someone said PBR tastes like ass and they made some comment about like, well, your mom would know or something like that. Interesting. I did not see that, but I will tell you, this is a fun little segue and and there's a two-part segue to this. So um, when I was in undergrad, which was, you know, decades ago, um we started this club this was before i i prefaced this to say this is before the fucking hipsters took ownership of paps blue ribbon this was before there were even hipsters okay at least any hipsters on our radar we had a paps blue ribbon society we would have a weekly secret meeting we had this like uh, this creed written out on the inside of a case of past blue ribbon, we would go and scour both eBay, various like antique places and shit like that. We had so much past blue ribbon memorabilia that I, I don't even know, like it would probably fill the walls of a small room. We had clocks, we had all sorts of shit, like shit that you would see on the walls at at bars. Like the only thing that we didn't have that we probably should have had was a neon sign. And um, I had a PBR lamp. I wish I knew it's broken now, but I had a, a huge lamp cover like from, you know, like in a restaurant or something like that, like all sorts of stuff. And then. So anytime something PBR related comes up, there's a secret Facebook group that members of this organization are still in and still post stuff in, um, you know, it ends up getting posted there. So I'm interested in looking at this. And then I just learned. Um, so two months ago in Elton, we had uh, Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler, 
uh, come into performance. Mind noodler. The mind noodler. Yes. Um, you were there, Liz. Yes. I was there and it, the name makes sense once he explains it. Um, Yeah. So, um, I have learned that he has, so do you, do you recall his, his act? Were you sober and and attentive? I recall his act. Okay. So uh, I just, I look, I different people take on entertainment in different ways some people he are there i mean drinks were consumed but yeah like not in an inordinate amount. out at a magic show no it was I, like we got a drink across the street before and i had a hard seltzer at the magic show and my god these seats were like all crammed together so new seats was, coming by the way new seats oh, coming before the next show but that's that's over there because i like kind of tripped on my way to my seat and um one of our business partners made a comment, like how much have you had to drink? And I'm like, how are you not? And he is a man who's much larger than me. I was like thinking, how are you navigating this so well? (laughs) So listen, listen, as, as when you're a man of size, you're used to navigating in whatever environment is there. Um, It's, it's, it just happens. So anyway, you, you remember the part where he does, he talks about how most magicians will end their show most great magicians will end their show with a, uh, a straight jacket escape. So he's going to do one in the middle of the show, except he's going to do the straightest jacket escape. Does this ring a bell to you at all? I remember the straight jacket. I don't remember that joke, but I remember the straight. So jacket. anyway, he, he calls it the straightest jacket escape because it is a NASCAR Hooters jacket. And then handcuffs. Oh, wait, wait. yes, yes. Yeah. The straightest jacket. So he has added to this routine. So part of it, while he's doing the escape, there are two members of the audience that have a veil that gets lifted over him so that you can't see. Like a big tube, right? Yeah. And he like yeah. a big tube. And in the middle of it, like they lower it and, you know, he'll make comments or whatnot and come, come back, you know, be covered back up. Now, apparently within this, to go along with the straightest theme, he, he produces a can of Paps Blue Ribbon in the middle of the act. Oh, that's fun. I remember he was um, throwing fish out yes. of the tube. Yeah, the, the, the um, fish. And I don't know if he still does the fish or not. I only know about this because he mentioned adding this to the routine on a podcast that he was on. Um, that, that, you know, because I haven't seen him since then. I may, be, I may be making plans to go to Erie, Pennsylvania to see him later this month, depending on the variants and the whether or not there's going to be a dessert buffet. Um, buffet full of COVID. Yeah. I need my yeah. COVID dessert buffet or I won't go anywhere. Um, but yeah, that was a cool little uh, homage to the Paps Blue Ribbon. So it's it's funny because there are occasionally times where when I'm in my car and something comes onto a podcast and I'm like, other people need to hear this. It's, it's a fucking pain in the ass to get people to actually listen to a podcast. Like I think I've referenced to both of you, Hey, listen to this, listen to this. And I don't think that any of you have either listened to them ever. Um, so I will take and, and flip to the, the video recorder of my phone, go back to the part that I want people to hear. I will record that. And then like the past blue ribbon part that he referenced, posted it on that Facebook group. Hey, take a look at this or take a listen to this. Um, but yeah, good times. I have not had a PBR in, oh God, years. I was in Mississippi 
early last month and was in a bar that had a sign on it that they had let me i took a picture of it because again this was another thing that was posted to the uh pbr society group also um, i love you said antique stores because i'm just picturing a bunch of college guys antiquing that's what we were doing we were looking for the, all the paps blue ribbon swag that um, sounds really fun. Oh, the big wheel of, of macaroons that I sent you the, the time before that I was in Vegas. Ugh, jealous. Let's I mean, see. not of the COVID, but just of desserts. I am looking for early December. Speaking oh, of... 12 ounce cans of Pat's Blue Ribbon, $1. I don't know if you guys can see that. I, um, oh, I would have bought one. Hell yeah. I think I did. I don't remember. That was in uh, Ocean Springs, Mississippi, which is in the Biloxi Bay area. The, the one bar that I used to go to that had dollar beers on Tuesdays, I think they've now raised them to $2. Um, I haven't, I mean, I haven't gone in a while since COVID and, you know. Fucking Joe Biden. Jesus Christ. Oh, Joe. But they had dollar beers. Other than that, I can't think of the last time I've seen a beer for a dollar. Probably never. Go to Mississippi. Yeah. That's a cool little area. What'd you say? Um, I said I'd rather not, but also like, I don't know how friendly it is for us gay folk, but maybe it's wonderful. (laughs) My doubts, but... uh... I read a book last year about like LGBTQ friendliness in the South. Some people said it was fine. Do you have issues for myself? Do you have Mm -hmm. issues from people when you go places? Like, do you get harassed if you go to certain places where, or, or is, or is there a double standard? Would our friend Eric and his boyfriend have more trouble in those same places? Um, so I think there are some places like, in Europe, it's like not super uncommon to like hold hands with a female friend if you're women. Um, I don't think it's super common to like make out with your lady friend. Um, yeah, I don't. We're not talking about college, Liz. We're talking about Europe. Yeah. So I think we got like a couple weird looks when we were in Colombia, the country. They're very Catholic, um, but they had a lesbian mayor in Bogota. So, um, I don't know. We don't get a lot of comments, but we also like if we think we might have problems, like it doesn't happen very often, but like there are places where we're less affectionate than others. We were looking at like, I want to say the Maldives. We're like, oh my God, we want to go. But apparently like you can get arrested for being gay there. So essentially like you got to keep it on the down low until you're like in your resort. And the resort doesn't care because they're making like bajillions of dollars off of like gay tourists. But yeah, so no, we're lucky. We have it easier than um, gay men for sure. Just because we can probably blend in easier. Um, But also like we don't have any desire to go to like Louisiana or anything. Like we don't go out of our way to go places we don't think are going to be super friendly. See, I go all over the place, and many of those places are the South because of uh, football recruiting. Um, so, 
I, there, there are many places that I go that people don't share my values, uh, regardless of what that is, whether it's how this pandemic should be handled or politically or otherwise. Oh, it's not so much like about values. There's like other things. Like we definitely go places where people don't feel like we go to Shenandoah and we go hiking and whatever. And we're like frequently in Trump country. But I would say that the average like Trump supporter who lives like in Shenandoah doesn't also hate gay people. Unless they're also a person of color, then they will hate you. And their Confederate flag is hanging out of their pickup truck. I say as a person who also really wants a pickup truck sends the confederate flag on it interesting that's cool what are you gonna like haul in your pickup truck nothing i don't know i say that but we have 350 pounds of sand in the back of my rav4 right now so go on yeah what for bury the body um (laughs) to set up a kickboxing gym in our like first floor of our townhouse as our home gym um erica took like two classes at like not even like really a kickboxing gym it was like one of those like kickboxing fitness gyms um and she loved it and that was like two years ago um i used to kickbox like competitively in high school actually i like it it's been like a hot minute i've done it a couple times since high school but so she wanted to get this ridiculous gym she wanted to fill the bag with water which says you can do. And I put like the kibosh on that. And I said, we're going with sand. Um, Yeah, there's my great story, but I'm really excited. I'll post pictures when we ever get this thing together. Um, Yeah. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Well, thank you. We'll see what sticks. Yeah, so also, Speaking of desserts, we have what <laughs> might, what? You're actually speaking of working out the quite physical opposite of dessert. Wait, I'm going backwards. Speaking of things that allow you to eat more dessert. <laughs> speaking of things dessert. that allow you, well, it's like my family has a joke because um, uh, my brother-in-law mentioned that he went to Georgia for something or other. And then my father-in-law was like, speaking of Georgia, so-and-so died, like someone who lived there. And now every time we talk of like Betty White went to Georgia. And anytime okay, we talk but, about but Liz, Castle, they went to Georgia. Liz, there, there's a connection between Georgia and somebody dying who lived in <clears throat> Georgia. But the hey we're setting up a kickboxing gym on the first floor of our uh of our townhouse oh speaking of desserts (laughs) i had that segue in my head for the dessert section but we as usual we got off topic we're like like, it's time to say speaking of desserts because that was my plan we were talking about desserts you've you've been holding your breath in that thought for two segments now (laughs) like finish the fucking kickboxing we we, we have gone from mississippi to uh being gay in places where it might not be favorable to a kickboxing gym back to the desserts so what do we got you know i'm sorry i thought you were done your kickboxing story keep going please listen and understand i set this out from day one the a1 from day one goal of this podcast is to get off topic and stay there and the best way to get off topic is to just keep getting off of each subsequent topic so (laughs) So, uh, but if we go back to my segue from like 
Uh, oh God. Yeah. Two topics ago when I wanted to use my segue, speaking of desserts now, yeah, if you eat a lot of desserts, I guess, you know, you can do kickboxing. Um, we have what may or may not be a new segment called, uh, this week's, uh, McDonald's ice cream machine of things that just aren't. Oh working. yes, what do we have? Got a name of a segment. Well, I <laughs> we've got a new segment called maybe <laughs> the last night McDonald's ice cream machine, perhaps. Let Let's just call it not work ethic, okay? Because I know this is going to end up being a not work ethic topic. But I um I like this week's McDonald's ice cream machine better. I don't know. Anyway, um, things that are like, because the McDonald's ice cream machine is like always disappointing and never working. Yeah, but, but it's like, always some bullshit excuse. With new machines every week. It's just an excuse. It's all a bullshit excuse. So somebody doesn't have to do some level of work. It's just like the fucking guy at the Chipotle that was like, oh, we couldn't brew the tea because there's no ice. And it hands me an alternate drink with fucking ice in it. Fuck you. Yeah. Anyway, and this is probably um, COVID buffet's fault um, because I don't actually think it's the company themselves, but Ikea apparently doesn't have anything even in their warehouse because I was trying to buy new cabinets. So my kitchen is half sort of finished where we have cabinets on one side and then we were going to go back and get the other half of cabinets so they could be put up. Okay, I have a question. Why don't you buy all the cabinets at once like a normal person? Because my husband and his dad were doing it themselves. And in one weekend, they could only do half the kitchen before his dad would have to come up again. And I didn't want to store cabinets in my house just waiting to be put on the wall. But here's the thing that you've got to, and you're learning the lesson the hard way here. Like you saw when I bought flooring for the office in Baltimore City, I way overbought flooring because I need to, A, when you get it at the right price, you buy extra and then you just return it if you have to, but you might want it for other projects. It might get fucked up. It might whatever, but what you don't want to do is not have enough go back. And now like, hopefully you're just dealing right now with a supply chain issue and then that gets sorted. But what happens when they Oh, we don't have lack anymore, or we don't have. Yeah, what happens when you, you know, have two different types of? Ikea will always have lack. Ikea, well, okay, so lack, bad example. All right, uh, Billy, bad example. That one's not going anywhere. Uh, but you know, there's some that are like weird off ones where maybe it just doesn't come back. Like I didn't want that to happen with the flooring, and that's why there's there's still probably two or three boxes of flooring down there in that building because it was overbought to make sure that there was enough and you know because you don't know when you're going to go back true i mean these are their standard cabinets so i don't think they will go anywhere because you're talking about the back end the shell that goes against the wall well and the the front but i mean they're just standard gray cabinets i don't think they're going anywhere because i think we picked out that we wanted these a while ago but so my husband um he does all our home improvement stuff um himself. So, um, his dad came up and they were going to put up these cabinets. So, um, I think they went and got enough cabinets just for the one side, because that's all they could do in the weekend. And it was great. They got it all done in one weekend, half our kitchen. So they actually took down the old cabinets, put up the new cabinets. It was very expedient, but I didn't want to buy cabinets for the second half because 
they're just going to be around the house until the next time that his dad can come up to help. And so then we went to buy them um, a couple days ago and they had nothing. And they said, even the warehouse has nothing right now. So that's really frustrating because now we're ready to put up the other cabinets and we can't get them. So yeah, now we have this half and half kitchen where half of this is these nice new cabinets and half of these are these old ones that we painted to give them a revamp. Um, we painted them with chalkboard paint. So at least that was fun, but that novelty wore off pretty quickly. You can only put profanities on your kitchen cabinets so many times. With a small child. And all. Yeah. Oh, the kid can't read yet. True. But after every really party, would have, there would always be a penis or something drawn on the cabinets. Cause when we would have a party, our whole cabinet was painted in chalkboard paint. So we would just leave out chalk and see what happened. Yeah. I gotta love it. You have the best weird shit that happens at parties at your house. Yeah. Nothing good happens at our house for parties. Like, I mean, like people have fun theoretically. They might break into a kickboxing match. If you ever get that gym put together. I, yeah, right. so. I do throw a good party. I feel like it's a point of pride with me. I make way too many snacks and it's a good time. Good time. I know it's a good food. I just don't know how fun they are. I right, mean, kid. your birthday had those banging macarons. I will never forget them. Nobody Eat. was like, the company was wonderful. Everybody was just like, oh, those macarons were so good. And I'm like, you're not wrong. I mean, the company was good. Everyone was a new person to me. So I like talked to a bunch of people. Um, I chatted with your stepsister from a, for a long time. It was very nice. He's one of the most like sweet, kind-hearted people i know yeah um yeah i got lucky she's like willing to put up with way more shit from our parents than i am <laughs> all right so uh so speaking of ribbed condoms let's wrap this thing up guys does anybody have any announcements before we uh i know. was planned <laughs> i just ended up being a mistake later like they for sure regret it but i was planned at the time um i guess well, we have no from the jury this week no questions so. from the jury this week so definitely hit us up um ask us something suggest something you want us to talk about on here because as you can tell we're pretty free range here that's air quote law pod at gmail.com beyond me uh if you've got weird awkward segues that you'd like us to introduce into the conversation uh which we've we've definitely come up with that as kind of a a thing that we apparently do uh, here today. We, we welcome those. So even if it's just, hey, segue with this and make it weird, um, that's cool too. Um, anybody got anything going on that they want to announce this week? Their like proposal. Oh my Did God. Did you want to promote? My wife on this, she would have murdered me. Is she, is she listening? Does she listen? No, she doesn't listen. She already hears enough of my bullshit all day. Yeah, keep the last it that thing way. she wants to do is listen to two people who humor me. Yeah, keep it that way. Um, yeah, so anybody that's listened to this in time, so this is going to drop on Monday the 10th. So this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is the 14th, 15th, and 16th, we've got a, another magician coming to Elkton. There will be brand new to us padded seats that will not be difficult for Liz to navigate. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited about the new seats. Come on up. You should come up. You got, you, got, you know, drag some people up, come for the show. Depends um, how cozy things are. Do what? 
It depends how COVIDy things are because I have a small child who can't get vaccinated. So understood. I'm more of an yeah. insane person than I think most people, but I mean, I'm keeping. Yeah, her. I mean, you don't want to like risk it with your child. It's your child. You're allowed to be. So the one positive thing to this compared to uh, when we had the mind noodler in, he was in for two shows and we sold them out a couple of days before the event. For this one, um, we added a third show from the beginning. So there's a Friday night, Saturday night, just like there was last time. And then we have a Sunday afternoon show. And the reason that I mentioned this is that we're the, the ticket sales seems to have spread out across the three shows. The likelihood of being able to come to the show, make that decision day of, and there still be tickets available because I think we were sold out about four or five days before the, uh, the Mind Noodler show. You're probably going to be all right on this one. And if you have an afternoon show, is that a show I'm just trying to promote your shit here that like people could bring their kids to? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if your kids are up past eight, which is the Friday and Saturday or eight o'clock, and this is at Showcase on Main. Um, but if you go to ElktonMagic.com or find Elkton Magic on Facebook, you'll see all the information about it. Um, the, the Sunday afternoon, I believe, is 3 o'clock. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. We've got Siegfried Tiber, who's been on Penn & Teller's Fool Us twice. He's fooled them once. Um, really interesting character. It's going to be a really fun show. Ariel, you got to come up for it. <laughs> Make it, it, good old elkton you can see where they got that christmas tree from that's, that's right come for the christmas tree the the blank it's already area, dead and trans the blank yeah. area that used to be a christmas tree in rockefeller plaza so um yeah anything else anybody i i got nothing going on actually which is in a way i guess kind of nice but also not not really because i like doing things <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i am i'm supposed to go see a musical tomorrow and i'm freaking out because again the covid situation so i'm gonna um wear an n95 mask and a second mask but for our anniversary my husband got us tickets to did i say my anniversary yeah our anniversary with my husband um <laughs> Um, for our wedding anniversary, you got me tickets to see the uh, Britney Spears musical that's in DC. So we're going to go see that. And I'm really excited, but also really scared of the plague. So don't be, it's not just, that bad. just spray I people understand. down with Lysol. You're vaccinated. You, 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 it won't be so bad for you if you get it. Yeah. It's just, well, I think it's just having a child. Like you don't want a baby and to like it, having a baby is already exhausting enough. You don't want to be even more tired. And yeah. snotting on your child. Yeah, I don't want that because I mean, she she bit me yesterday. So oh, good time. She bit me last time I saw her too, but it was my own fault. Or no, she clawed me. That was it. She clawed my face, and I, I do have a little mark from where I think it was out of love. Where she's like, "Mom, I love you. I'm gonna grab your face." That's sweet. and. It was, except that it fucking hurt. Anyway, so that's what I have going on is a mark on my face from my baby, but also seeing musical. Whee. All right, kids. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. This, uh, this session is adjourned. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. 
Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.